What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Looking for your next TV show or movie to binge? Well, buckle up, grab the remote, and settle into your couch for this special edition of Crossing the Streams. We're here to help you tune in and get the most out of those 50 monthly streaming channels you're currently paying for. So without any further ado, here's your host of Crossing the Streams, Jeff Dwoskin. Heyo, it is I, Jeff Dwoskin, your host of Classic Conversations and your guide through this bonus episode of Crossing the Streams. What is Crossing the Streams? It's where we answer the universal question, what should I binge watch next? I just watched something, and now I gotta watch something else. We have come to the right place. We have over 132 hours of binge-watching suggestions on our YouTube channel. Just waiting for you. But before you go there, we're beaming three of those segments from three of our live shows right into your ears from live show 70, The Bubble, 93, Blackbird, and live episode 96, Emily the Criminal. All these are coming at you right now. We're going to kick things off with Emily the Criminal, Ron Lippett from live episode 96. Take it away, Ron. Emily the Criminal. I'm excited to hear about this. Holy <laughs> cow, you guys. So, so first off, this was not served up to me by Amazon or Netflix or Hulu or any of the other streaming services. This was served up to me by our friendly friends up in the sky in Delta Airlines in their uh, you know new release section, which, by the way, I'll just say I, I find really interesting because to that very point, you can't see Emily the Criminal anywhere right now without paying for it. It, it was released in August. It had a budget of $1.7 million. It uh, yielded $2.2 million. <laughs> So this was a barely profitable endeavor, but it was picked up by Netflix. So this is going to be on the, the big board uh, in December. So I'm really actually excited about this. But this movie is so good that when I just flew to uh, California for my trip last week, I watched it on the way there. And I watched it on the way back because uh, there were things about it that I, I, I've been thinking about it nonstop. So let me start with this. Jeff, you mentioned you're an Aubrey, Pla Aubrey Plaza fan. I'm just curious, why are you an Aubrey Plaza fan? From Parks, but you know, mostly because I love her clips from the late night shows. Yes, that she on. yes. Okay, so let me just say this. And White I, Lotus. And White Lotus. I, 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 so I loved her also in Parks and Rec, right? And I, I think she's one of the most fascinating people I know. She's also, I have to tell you, one of the most like 
deranged people like like legit crazy you don't know what she's capable of saying or doing on any live show i don't know why she would ever appear on anything live without some type of seven second delay uh because you, you, <laughs> ju- you just don't know what she's capable of doing or saying on these shows and so when i saw the on Delta Airlines, when I saw the you know the preview for this stupid named show, Emily the Criminal, what it's a movie, and I'm like, that's a really stupid name for a movie, Emily the Criminal. I assumed it was a comedy, but there's nothing comedic about this movie. This is a very this is a very dramatic social commentary movie uh, about a young lady who is uh, absolutely laden with student debt and cannot get a, ahead of her of her debt load. And it asks the question of society and of the acting performance of Aubrey Plaza of what is the common person if pushed to certain limits, what are they capable of? Hmm. Normally good person, person who's lived their life by the rules and done everything the correct way. Could somebody like that be pushed into, into being a, a, and if, if you can be pushed over that line, how far over that line are you willing to cross uh, once you once you cross into that into that world? And that's what this movie seeks to explore and answer. And I have to tell you, I was blown away by Aubrey Plaza's talent. Um, this is a I, I did not give her full credit for. Uh, for her true acting chops. In retrospect, now I've had a chance in preparation for today. I, you know, she did go to NYU and she was part of the Tisch uh, drama program. And like this is, she went through the, the rigors of becoming a a, a prolific uh, actor. Uh, so it shouldn't surprise me that someone with those kinds of chops could, should be able to put together a dramatic role. I just, I just didn't know she had it in her. Uh, and she is amazing in this role. I have to say that one of the other things about Harper Plaza I didn't realize is how athletic she is. <laughs> she is uh, an incredible, she did all her own stunts and uh, she did uh, an amazing job being physical and uh, dramatic at the same time. Theo uh, Rossi is in this movie. And for anyone who else is in uh, a Sons of Anarchy fan, uh, you might know uh, Theo Rossi. He is exceptional in this movie and he was, he was part of the uh, production team as well. So Aubrey and Theo kind of built this thing. You'll be surprised to know that Gina Gershon makes a, a comeback wow. performance uh, in, this, uh, in this movie. She has one role, one scene in the whole movie but it's a kick-ass scene with Gina Gershon, so uh, I'm really I'm really pleased to see that uh, that they uh, the budget they had that they were able to get get a couple of big bigger names into this. Uh, she hasn't and been the same since Elizabeth Berkeley knocked her down the stairs. I love that. I love <laughs> and 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 you know you know Ron's not uh, the Marvel guy in the group because he he went Theo Rossi and didn't go from Luke Cage. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. And if you pull up Theo Rossi, I mean, he's got, listen, the guy's got a, a ton of credits, right? Uh, but yes, he was, uh, what is it? Hernan Sh- uh, Shades Alvarez. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's in a, he's been in a bunch of other things and, and, and he is super talented. You know, the th- funny thing about Theo Rossi is when you look at him, uh, you have no idea what nationality he is. <laughs> it's like in this movie, he happens to play somebody of Arabic descent, but you don't know, he could be anything. And, uh, and that brings up another topic, which is Theo Rossi. He speaks uh, flawless Arabic in this movie. And guess what? Aubrey Plaza, flawless Spanish in this movie. Wow. Who knew uh, that uh, that she was bilingual? But uh, I do now because her father's Puerto Rican, but I had no idea that that was the case. But she is uh, um, multilingual in that. I thought that was cool how they used it in the movie. So listen, I, I, I will just say this. I, I don't want to ruin the, the voyage that they take you on with this. Suffice to say, this is an exploration of characters and the possibility for change. 
and what that means, uh, not just to the people in the movie, but also what it means for society. What's what's the reflection that it has on, on all of us and how capable are each of us when pushed to do bad things. I really am excited for where this movie's going to go once it does stream. I am betting that uh, this will be one of those slow burn type of movies that kind of pick up a following once it's uh, streamable on Netflix. And uh, I am really, really glad I watched it. I've been thinking about it a lot and uh, I, I think you guys will enjoy it too. So I hope you guys check it out once it's available to us on our uh, friendly uh, friends on Netflix. There it well, is. You, you definitely had me at Aubrey Plaza because I love her. There's something so real and raw about her performances. And because yeah. I've been watching her, Jeff, you mentioned White Lotus, which mm-hmm. I'm deviating here, but I think it's so much better than last season. There's something that's really, really dark. And, and I'm, I'm only two episodes in, but oh my God, she is so good in that. Yeah. Well, the, fun, the funny thing is about White Lotus is I don't think my wife knew who Aubrey Plaza was. Oh, by the way, she's Puerto Rican. She mentions being from Puerto Rico and mm-hmm. White Lotus. I'm sitting there trying to explain to her, no, Aubrey is hilarious. She's one of the quirkiest, funniest people because it's so not the White Lotus character. It's, she's like this boring reserve. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, but yeah, she's good. She's good. It's, it's, she just, uh, I just saw her the other day, uh, funny people with uh, Adam Sandler, Rogan, Jonah Hill was on, and she plays the woman that lives across, the young woman that lives across the hall that Rogan wants to date. And uh, she's great in that too. So sarcastic. If you, um, um, for so folks uh, for folks who are watching who don't actually know who Aubrey Plaza is, if you do Google her or go on YouTube, you're going to get her her more famous clips of her on late night television, just as uh, Jeff mentioned a minute ago. And those are some of the most uncomfortable and hilarious segments, like to the point that people like, you know, like, like Kimmel and Fallon have no idea what to do with her. Like it's, right. it's so weird and uncomfortable that they, they just don't know what, to, how to handle it. And that makes it even funnier. And I think they knew that yeah. going in, uh, but holy cow, when given the right script and uh, the right opportunity to, to really demonstrate her, her talent, I, I was really, really very impressed by by her. And I'm going to be looking for her to do more stuff like that in the future. You were saying that, you know, how did they get this group of talent to be in this film and a great script, a great script, actors, well-known actors will always do something if the script is great. That's And that's actually exactly why she signed on for it and exactly uh, why Rossi signed on for it as well. They said they both read the script together and they were like, we have to do this. This is a, this is a requirement. All right, check out Emily the Criminal. Thank you, Ron Lippett. Now let's head over to live episode 93 and talk about one of my favorites, Blackbird. Take it away, Tony Berardo. Let's go to uh, Blackbird. Let's go to Blackbird. This is an Apple TV show. Usually Ron covers Apple TV. (laughs) But foreign correspondent Tony Berardo is going to take us through Blackbird. (laughs) Hello. Thanks for for tuning in. If you notice the left, there'll be a nice cold precipitation coming in. So, yeah, Blackbird, uh, I got to tell you, I was not... I was not like really itching to see this. It took me a while to get into it. And um, I really wanted to watch it because I love um, Taron Eckhart. Is that how you say his name? Egerton? Egerton? Edgerton. Edgerton. Edgerton, yeah. Because, you know, he's the Kingsman, right? He's the man. And I was like, yeah, and I was like, eh, you know, he's kind of a kid in that. Like, it's, you know, I love those movies. They're great. But I'm like, I'm not, I don't think this is going to be that good. So anyway, I turn on episode one, me and the wife, and we sit down and I'm like, oh, okay. This is interesting. 
And the whole idea behind it is, you know, he's kind of this badass uh, sports guy, jock, hardcore type, likes to do drugs. And I almost curse there, fornicates with a lot of women and does some wild, wild stuff and eventually gets arrested, spoiler alert. And when he's in jail, he gets this uh, deal where uh, if he can convince a serial killer, known serial killer that's actually inside jail, inside the psych ward where all these crazy people are, if he can convince the serial killer to admit that he did these crimes, then he'll actually go free. And uh, if he doesn't do this, then that said that said criminal would actually be let loose because they don't have enough evidence on them. And apparently this is uh, loosely based on a true story. You could look it up, but it's the serial killer uh, Larry Hall. I try to find some correlation. There's a, a lot of things that are either fabricated or just like anything else, but like the nuts and bolts of the story is there. So the fact that that is true, some of this is true, is pretty incredible. But um, I thought Edgerton did an incredible job acting. I was very impressed throughout this entire series. The last like three episodes for me were like, whoa, like this dude could really, really act. And not only is it for me, the way he can get jacked and ripped and be the next Wolverine, I'm calling it right now in my book, that dude needs to be the next Wolverine in a reboot. But uh, his acting as a whole, just from zero to 100, you see him being this like jock kind of like guy that you think is going to go through this entire thing, cocky, not really caring. And then you see him evolve and see his character evolve. And contrast to him is, I forget the guy's name, but he was in that Clint Eastwood movie about uh, the bomber. He's the villain in this movie. Has anybody seen this, by the way, Blackbird? No, no. I'm very interested in it, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I haven't actually. His name is Paul Walter Heiser. Oh, yeah, Uh, yeah. So he's in, what's that movie with that Clint Eastwood? He's in uh, Cobra Kai. Well, that. He's uh, in Ray. He's in the uh, movie about the uh, Atlanta Olympic. Oh, 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 he's the bomber guy. Yeah. 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 So I keep, I forget that name. But anyway, that he was incredible in that movie, right? He's, He's great in everything. He's even more incredible in this. Like, I didn't think he could get better. But he plays this very sadistic serial killer that you Richard kind of. Richard. Thank you. That's what. Yeah. Richard Jewell. Yeah. That great movie. And during this series, you kind of like think that this guy is innocent. And then halfway through, you're like, no, he did it. And then he goes back and, well, maybe he didn't do it. Like, and you're on this roller coaster where you don't exactly know if he did it or not. So who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? Maybe he's innocent. And you kind of feel for both characters as they evolve. And I think it's only like nine episodes. But it is ex- extremely good, like probably one of the best series I've seen um, in quite some time in terms of like a drama. Uh, very impressive. So I would definitely see it. Incredible acting, great story. And it's a true story. A lot of it is. So, yeah, definitely check it out. Sounds nice. great. Yeah, he was in uh, I, Tanya. He was in uh, that show, Kingdom, Martial Arts show that I Kingdom, talked about right. way yeah. back uh, when we started doing He's got a big show, part yeah. of Cobra Kai. Yeah, he's, he's, he's in really Black Klansman. He was great in that. Yeah, I don't think I saw that. Black, Very oh, good. Black Klansman. Oh, you got to see Black Klansman. That's Klansman's a great movie. Man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, so good. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Spike yeah. Lee? Oh, my God. Yeah, Spike Lee. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh, my God. So Ray Liotta's in your show. Whoa. Oh, Blackbird. Yeah, of course. I didn't want to mention him because he actually passed away. It's kind of heartbreaking for me. Yeah, it was tough because they, they did a nice tribute Way to him. Way to but... scrape open a wound, Jeff. Sorry. Sorry. Pour lemon juice in it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it, it is incredible because like he's that's his last acting bit too. To, so to see him in a totally different light. Um you've never seen Ray Liotta like this either. Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. It's a good show, man. Yeah, you gotta watch it. 
Tony, tell me about your grandparents. (laughs) 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 They remind me of Ray Liotta. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you, Tony Berardo. And our final segment comes from Zach Wiseman from live episode 70, The Bubble. Take it away, Zach. That's, I guess, that's my point. All right, so let's move on. Let's do the bubble. Oh, hey, cool. It's my turn. All right, so The Bubble, which (laughs) is a brand new comedy movie that just came out uh, a a couple weeks ago, actually. Now, I watched this the second it came out because of the the cover box. Uh, I'm a 90s kid, so I say cover box. I think it's a poster or whatever. On the cover box was, you know, Karen Gillan. uh, You have Leslie Mann. You have Pedro Pascal. Yeah, you have all these beautiful... David Duchovny. uh, You even have... um, who else? Agus Khan from Taskmaster. Uh, you have Keegan, uh, Michael Key. You have some uh, amazing cast on here. And I'm like, what is this movie about? So it's directed by Judd Apatow and it's written also by Judd Apatow as well as Pam Brady. And you might know Pam Brady. She's a producer of like phenomenal comedies like um, South Park and a couple of like, She also wrote Hot Rod. Uh, so she's been yeah, dabbling in comedy for, for lots of years. And uh, this thing came out. And the premise of it is pretty stupid, really, which is just a group of actors and actresses stuck inside of a pandemic bubble at a hotel as they attempt to complete a film. Now, the premise of this film is this cast of people that have been together for six other films that are huge mega blockbusters called Cliff Beasts. Now, they're filming Cliff Beasts 6, and because of the pandemic, they all have to go in this uh, this British hotel and quarantine. So pretty much it kind of a mockumentary on what like actors and the elite would do when being forced to quarantine for you know uh, a high-level <laughs> you know production of a movie. The cool thing is that while they were making this movie, they actually put it out as though they were making a movie called Cliff B6, Battle for Everest, Memories of the Requiem. So people thought they were making this really crappy action <laughs> movie hell? and we're talking bad about it, but it turns out they were making a movie about a movie. Now, the cool thing is that inside this movie is a third movie. So it's making a movie about making a movie while making a movie. Now, the cool thing for me is that it has a couple of standout stars. Uh, the, the main cast is Harry Travaldwin. Uh, plays a character named Gunther, who has one of the most interesting faces I've ever seen of a human being, and so clever, very fast as far as wit goes, really a, a new style of humor. You also have Samson Cayo as Bola, and these two are people that just kind of work in the hotel and are the main people that they're allowed to interact with, and it's all them interacting with these elite people. You know, Pedro Pascal has, uh, he's a, a character that has a drug problem and a sex problem, and he falls in love with somebody at the hotel who just wants to know what love is, you know? Uh, then you have Leslie Mann, who is... Um, Judd Apatow's wife and she gets to act along her daughter who's Iris uh, Apatow and it's interesting how like each of these celebrities have to interact with each other because Keegan-Michael Key is you know he's a celebrity and in this movie he's like an action celebrity but he comes across uh, Judd Apatow's daughter Iris who is a TikTok superstar she has 20 million uh, followers on TikTok and he's so jealous of her and her TikTok abilities that he keeps like trying to get her to put him in his in her TikTok dances and it's just so weird to see what I could think uh, high level actors and actresses are, are stuck doing while having to, you know, have the time of their life making billions of dollars. Now, I thought this movie was so funny and I, I made my daughter watch it as well. And she's like, oh, this is really funny. And then for this show, 
I looked up the reviews and people hate this movie and wow. I don't fully understand. Uh, IMDb has this thing down as like three out of 10, I think. And there's so many number ones. I, I, I like Apatow's style. I think that his comedy changes with what he's making. He's not the same style of comedian. And I really like what he's doing. Also, you have um, James McAvoy, John Cena, Daisy Ridley, Fred Armisen, Dennis Hopper's daughter makes a uh, our first acting appearance in here. Um, the wife of Borat. You even have Beck in this movie. So it starts on a cast Beck. in a really, really weird movie. Uh, Kate McKinnon's in it. Yeah, I definitely suggest take it in. It, it, it is not a deep movie, but no there Jeff, is... Uh, no Judd Apatow's deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Apatow will do some serious cool stuff. I, and th- th- he has have some comedies that I think are just brilliant. This one, I liked just for what it was. Um, I'm probably not going to rewatch it, but I liked it for what it was. Mm, Fair enough. Cool. Interesting. Lee missed you, by the way. Oh, I, we did. I missed you, Lee. Love Leslie, man. I think she's awesome. Oh, she's great. Great, yeah. great, great. She's very All right, so um, we should check this out. Get some I, I think coach. so. I, I like this movie. It's it's just like it's a it's it's celebrities being put in their place by people that don't want to be putting celebrities in their place while trying to stick things in their nose. And Fred Armisen's the director's movie. It, it, it really, really clever, funny, fast movie. Zach went through his entire review without using the word aggressively. So they, I, I, <laughs> I don't know if that means a good thing or a bad thing, but but it's just something of note. All right, The Bubble. Thank you, Zach Wiseman. All right, everyone. That's a lot of homework for you. The Bubble, Blackbird, Emily the Criminal. Go hop on the couch, find your cozy spot, grab your remote, cross your own streams, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this special edition of Crossing the Streams. Visit us on YouTube for full episodes and catch us live every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now turn this off and go watch some TV. And don't forget to tell your family you'll be busy for a while. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.